You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 230. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. with the Earn That Body podcast here to bring you a great one today because I can't even believe that it's about to be summer season. I feel like time is just flying by right now. Now, a lot of people come to me because they want to lose weight, so they look great for summer season. That tends to be the time we put those bikinis on, right? But a lot of people also come to me because they don't want to gain weight over summer season because it tends to be a time when we do gain weight. Why is that? Well, our schedules get a little bit funky in the summertime. So often if you're a parent, school is not in session and so you're just not on your regular routine. And maybe when your kids were in school, then you had your gym schedule perfectly timed. But when they're not in school, it's harder maybe for you to get those workouts in. There's also a lot more activities going on, maybe going to the beach, going to the pool, meeting with friends, eating out, so many things that are happening in the summer that it tends to lead to summer weight gain. So we're gonna talk today about five things you can do to avoid summer weight gain, and even better than that, I'm gonna add some tips and tricks if you go on vacation this summer and don't wanna come back five to 10 pounds overweight after your awesome vacation. So all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from what's called Greek City Times, they had a great article and it was called, Is Your Daily Almond Cappuccino Making You Bloated? And one reason it caught my eye is because Dr. Andrew Weil had a comment about this as well. And I actually do have a lot of clients who drink almond milk because for some they think it's healthier for others they can't drink regular milk and they really want a little something in their coffee uh, type drink but this definitely caught my eye because as i said uh, dr andrew Weil even commented on it and the overall title daily almond cappuccino making you bloated definitely something that my clients have uh, battled with as well. So this is what it said, that almond has become all the rage, and it really has. Almond milk has sort of become the health milk, although I just want you all to know that it's really not healthier than cow milk. (laughs) So if you don't have a, a dairy intolerance, by no means should you be switching to almond milk. Okay, so almond milk has become all the rage, And they do say that dairy milk has sort of become a big no-no. It's definitely gotten a bad rap. And when it comes to being blamed for stomach upset and acne problems, it definitely takes the fall. Now, almond milk does have fewer calories and is great for people, like I said, who have a dairy intolerance. And so it has definitely become the milk of choice in the past five years for people who do have those intolerances or even 
allergies. But is it really good for you? Well, the next time you pick up a carton of your almond milk, you really need to take a very good look at the ingredients. And if you do see a word in there, I'm going to tell you, you should put that carton back on the shelf. The word is carrageenan, spelled C-A-R-R-A-G-E-E-N-A-N. And it tends to be in the ingredients of most almond milks. Now, what is it? It's basically a thickener and a stabilizer, and that means that it helps retain the form and flavor in a food or drink. Now, carrageenan can be found in a lot of processed foods and products. It's very, very common in boxed non-dairy milk like almond and coconut milk. And that means that those who are lactose intolerant, sometimes vegan, sometimes on a paleo diet, or just choosing not to eat dairy, you might be exposed to much higher levels of this carrageenan than people who drink cow's milk. Alternative health specialists like my favorite, Dr. Andrew Weil, claim that the ingredient is toxic to the body, specifically causing inflammation, which can lead to cancer heart disease, and even Alzheimer's, among other negative health results. According to Healthline, since the late 1960s, there's been much controversy surrounding the health effects of carrageenan. Some evidence suggests that it triggers inflammation, gastrointestinal ulceration, and that it damages your digestive system. People have been petitioning for products with this carrageenan in it to be labeled with a warning or removed entirely. Some of the dangers, or I should say even side effects, of carrageenan are inflammation, bloating, irritable bowel syndrome, glucose intolerance, colon cancer, food allergies. Carrageenan, on my, in my book, it's a huge no-no, it's a hard no, it's off the table. If I see it in any product, I do not, will not eat it. I highly recommend you keep looking at your labels, and if it has carrageenan in it, try something else. There may be a product that you are trying to find that has no carrageenan in it. So sometimes you just have to search and look at the labels of many different products before you find the right one. But honestly, if you are someone who's getting bloated after these almond cappuccinos, you might wanna make sure that carrageenan is not one of the ingredients. So always something to keep an eye out for. I always tell my clients what's more important than looking at the nutrition content, meaning the protein, the fat, the carbs, even the sodium sugar. Yes, we look at all of that, but what's more important is to look at the ingredients, what is in what you're eating. Because if there are artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners, dye, or chemicals like carrageenan, it's a hard no, no matter what the protein, fat, and carbs are. I can work around protein, fat, and carbs in a day, but I can't work around chemicals in my body. So again, always something to think about. Now let's think about summertime. I'm so excited. I definitely think this summer is gonna be a whole lot better than last summer. Can I get a high five on that one? Lots going on this summer for so many people. Traveling again, it's so nice. If you are vaccinated, maybe you have some trips uh, coming up, maybe families coming to you, whatever it is, 
As I said, summertime gets a little crazy and can, it can lead to weight gain, mostly because you're off track with eating out more or just not eating the right foods at the right times and also skipping a lot of workouts, not getting something in consistently. Now I talk about a lot of this in the Earn That Body newsletter this month. We talk about the five things that you can do to avoid summer weight gain, but here in this podcast, we're gonna go into further detail and even talk about those vacation tips just an FYI, if you're not on the newsletter list, you should get on it. It is a free monthly newsletter where I give a educational piece every single month, not to mention my new favorite recipe every month, a nutrition tip, a fitness tip, discounts on my programs. There's no reason not to be on the newsletter list. If you're not on it, go to earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter and just know the newsletter did just go out. If you didn't get it, check your junk mail. Now, what are five things that you can work on so that you don't end up five to 10 pounds up on the scale in September? You know, I want you to go into fall season feeling awesome. And I want you going into summer season feeling awesome. And the reality is, if we're gaining weight all summer, you're not feeling your very best, right? So the first thing that you could do would be Not the one you wanna hear, but I'm starting with it because it's the one that's so essential. You've gotta limit the alcohol intake. I think what happens is the summer is that it's like, oh, I'll have wine tonight and then the next night and then the next night and on the patio and at the barbecue. And before you know it, you're drinking every single night again. I say again because (laughs) during COVID, a lot of people were drinking every single night. A lot of people have already cut back from that, but I don't want you to go back to your old ways. I always say keep alcohol for the weekends and maybe in the summertime, that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday, but maybe you could take Sunday off by the time that comes around, right? You've gotta limit your alcohol for so many reasons. For one, it's a lot of extra calories you don't need. Two, basically whenever you drink, you're going to impact your sleep. You impact your sleep, you're going to impact your hormones, your energy, even weight loss. You don't wanna do those things. And the third thing about alcohol is that once you start drinking, all your inhibitions go out the door and you end up eating bad food and having another cocktail. And before you know it, you're a bottle of wine in. (laughs) You do not like the way you feel the next day, which can often lead to skipping a workout. So alcohol in general, I'm gonna say it right now. Look team, summertime is awesome. I want you to enjoy summer. You don't have to enjoy summer with alcohol, all right? So stay really hydrated during the week with water. I know that's so not fun. But save your cocktails for the weekends, or perhaps you say to yourself, I will have a cocktail three times this week and pick which days you wanna have it. So maybe if you do have a barbecue on a Wednesday, you're gonna save your cocktail for that night. Now this all being said, I also personally recommend one cocktail is probably plenty, right? Once you get into two, it often turns into three and then four, and that's when we really get into trouble. So limit the alcohol and do it in a way that suits you. If it's three drinks a week, great. If you're like, no way, in the summer I've gotta have more, then fine, give yourself four drinks a week. But honestly, make it just that amount because it's gonna make a world of difference come September. Now the second thing you can do, also not super fun, I never said you'd have fun doing these five things, but these are the five things I truly live by. You wanna limit eating out 
or ordering in from restaurants as much as you can. Now again, it's summer and you are gonna eat out more and you are gonna order in more. It's just part of the season and usually so much is going on. But could you kind of treat eating out like you do alcohol? Where maybe on a Monday or even on a Sunday, that would be even better, plan when you're gonna eat out. So look at your schedule for the week and be like, oh, I have a lunch this week, I'm gonna be going out that day, and then on Friday, I I know I wanna do date night, and Saturday, I know we're all going to a barbecue. Could you pick out three, maybe max four times that you will eat out and commit to only those times? Eating out three to four times is a whole lot better than eating out two times a day, five days, if not more, during the week. That is where most people are getting into the most trouble with weight gain. There's so much food that is being eaten from restaurants. And I'm so sorry to tell you, but these restaurants do not care if you put on 10 pounds this summer. The portions are too big. The sodium is sky high. There's usually so much fat as well. So you do want to limit eating out and always cooking your food is the best bet when you can. So limit eating out by planning ahead, just like your cocktails, just sort of pick ahead of time when you're gonna eat out and just see if you can cook the other days. Now, gonna go kinda hardcore on you right here, but I consider going to Starbucks eating out. The reason being, because there is nothing at Starbucks that is truly good for you. All of their coffee drinks, not really good, unless you're getting a black coffee (laughs) or maybe their, what is it, their super filtered water. There's really nothing super healthy there. So if you wanna go to Starbucks, you totally can, but I hope that you count that as one of your times eating out. I personally don't think that's worth one of my times eating out, so I don't go to Starbucks very often at all. Not to mention, I just don't think their coffee is as good as it used to be. (laughs) Number three, what can you do not to gain weight this summer? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you cannot miss your workouts. Why? We need to keep moving. If you've been awesome since New Year's and you got your workout routine back on track, and since COVID, you have been working out and burning those calories and gaining your strength training back and doing your yoga, whatever it is you've been building up, I hope, I don't want you to lose it now over the summer. It is so important to keep working out. Now, I don't want to hear any excuses either. Again, I'm going to be kind of hard on you, team, today, but summertime is a time when you actually often have more time than you did before. The kids aren't getting up early for school. You maybe are going out and doing a lot of things with the kids, but if I had to guess, you could fit a workout in before those things happen. And that being said, I highly recommend do your summer workouts in the morning. Because by the time the day is over and you went to the beach or you went to the pool, you are not going to come home so excited and full of energy, ready to bust a workout. So get the workouts in, schedule those as well, put them in the calendar with which days you're going to drink and which days you're eating out, and that way you never miss a workout. We want to keep you moving, we want to keep you healthy, we want to keep you fit all summer, and let's face it, the more I can keep you moving, the more calories you're going to burn in case you are eating a little more during the summer. Number four, could you commit to no sweet treats during the week? 
Because that's another thing like the alcohol and the eating out that starts to creep back in over the summer. I don't know what it is, maybe because a lot of the kids are home (laughs) that we have more sweets around, but all of a sudden you're eating cookies every night after dinner. You're having ice cream every night or going out for frozen yogurt every other night with the family. Before you know it, you're having sweet treats like every day again. And that is why so often in September, my clients come back to do a nutrition session with me because they've gotten re-addicted to sugar. I just spent all year getting them off sugar addiction. They were feeling great, but summertime hits and it's so easy to fall back into the trap. So I always say, eat super healthy during the week, save those sweet treats for the weekend. For me, making it a hard rule, no sweet treats at least Monday through Thursday, enjoy one sweet treat on you know each day of the weekend, that works for me. See if that works for you. But if you start seeing yourself having sweet treats every single day, just know it's a hard cycle to break and all that sugar is a ton of calories that will be five more pounds on the scale by September. And the very last thing that you can do to not gain weight all summer is to remember this. And this is always going to be true. If you have a bad day of eating, I I often hesitate to say the word bad. You're not bad, the food's not bad. It's more unhealthy, okay? So let's say that. If you have an unhealthy day of eating, A, don't punish yourself the next day with a three hour workout thinking that that's gonna make up for it. It's not, okay? And B, it's fine. So you had an unhealthy day of eating. All I ask that you do is get right back on track in the very next meal or snack. So if you go on a Sunday and have a blowout brunch and you just like uh, overdo it all the way around, you had sweets, you had alcohol, you had the whole shebang, that's fine. Promise me this, at lunch you'll eat super healthy and dinner the rest of the day super healthy. If you have a blow out bad unhealthy entire day maybe you're on a vacation and it's just like you want to just go for it a whole day guess what no need to punish yourself again the next day with the three-hour workout just get back on track with your nutrition the very next day if you do that it's not going to sabotage very much. Yes, if you were to get on the scale after a really unhealthy day of food, you'd probably be up. You could be up three to five pounds and most of it is water weight. But if you nip it in the butt the very next day, that water weight is coming right off in two to three days. No harm, no foul. You will not be up five pounds if you just get back on track. So just remember that. Alcohol, try to make it on the weekends. Sweets, try to make it on the weekends. Limit eating out, maybe three to four times max during the week. Do not miss those workouts. Commit to getting those in. And just remember, a 30-minute workout is better than none at all. And if you have a bad, unhealthy day of eating, just move on the very next meal or snack, okay? Now, Let's talk about what we really wanna know, which is how do you stay on track on a vacation? Because nobody wants to come back from a vacation 10 pounds overweight, and at the same time, we all totally want to enjoy our vacation. I mean, I know for me, I don't wanna go on a vacation and feel like I'm dieting, and I don't want you to as well. And so many of us now are vaccinated, which is woohoo, awesome. I'm so proud of everyone who is vaccinated. It's a great feeling to just 
have that relief right now, but you might be going on vacations this summer and that's awesome, okay? And obviously you're gonna be eating out if you're on vacation. Um, now, if you're lucky enough to have access to a kitchen in your hotel or if you're in a rental house of some type, then the first thing I'm gonna recommend is buy some of your food that you can keep in your hotel room or like kitchenette of, of the house you're renting, whatever it might be. I always like to say like, if you can make breakfast and lunch in your own room, awesome. That's gonna save you a ton of calories and a ton of money, just so you know. Even if it was just one meal that you made for yourself um, based on foods that you picked up, maybe at Whole Foods before you got there, it's honestly going to do you so much good. And then maybe you go out for dinner because let's face it, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't wanna cook whole dinners on my vacations. Like dinner is the one meal I wanna go out and I really wanna enjoy and relax, right? But this is the reality, team. Any food you can make yourself is always going to be healthier, less fat, less sodium, less calories. So if you are going to eat out, then you want to follow these guidelines. Now, my very first one, and again, these are things I personally live by. I rarely gain weight on a vacation, not because I'm a hero, <laughs> but because I do these, let's see, nine things. The first thing is skip the appetizer, everyone, okay? You're gonna go to a restaurant, there's gonna be all these things on the menu and they're all gonna look amazing, right? But I always say skip the appetizer, go straight to the entree. The entrees are usually way bigger than a normal portion size and will be plenty of food. And often when I do get the appetizer and the entree, I am absolutely stuffed. So if you can and if you will, skip the appetizer, that's your number one tip when eating out on a vacation. The next one is I want you to revolve your meal when you eat out around the protein. So I personally like to choose fish when I eat out because I don't like to cook fish at home. I'm not I'm not actually a great cook and cooking fish sort of like makes me uncomfortable. I don't really know how. <laughs> so that, that one's up to my husband. So when I go out to eat, I like to order fish. Now just FYI, salmon is one of the healthiest foods that you can eat. So maybe like if you're like me and you don't eat fish enough and you certainly don't cook it, maybe always order the salmon when you can because it is so healthy and often these restaurants cook it amazing and it tastes fantastic. And at least you know it is a very healthy protein. Now feel free to order any protein options. It could be chicken, turkey, lean red meat in moderation as well. But fish for me is a definite go-to when I'm on vacations because again, it's a nice solid protein and it helps me eat something new because I don't eat a lot of fish at home. And if you're a vegetarian, by all means, there's still a lot of protein dishes you can get, a lot with tofu or tempeh, um, so it still can be vegetarian, but revolve the meal and make sure there is a solid protein. Now tip number three, order those vegetables. Now a lot of people do not even get close to eating enough vegetables every day. What is surprising is half of my vegetarian clients don't eat enough vegetables. FYI people, if you're a vegetarian, you should be eating lots of vegetables, okay? Don't just eat the chemical processed fake meat foods. 
vegetables. We need them. We want them. And sometimes they're kind of a pain in the booty to cook. Like they're certainly not the most fun thing to cook every night. Although I always have a vegetable with dinner for myself and my family. But going to a restaurant is a great time to ask the waiter, can I get these vegetables? Can you steam them? Can you roast them? Can you use very little salt or very little oil? They wanna do whatever you want, especially a lot of these resort type hotels. Tell them exactly what you want and they're gonna make it for you. So enjoy that part of your vacation in that Order something healthy, let them prepare it, and then you know you're getting in all of your vegetables. You didn't have to cook them. They're, like I said, that's no fun. Let them cook them in the healthiest way possible and get that with your meal. I will say you wanna avoid the creamed spinach or any vegetables on the menu that are already loaded in butters and sauces. I have no problem asking the waiter to please make me a side of vegetables, whatever they have that's fresh, if you could just steam them or, um, like I said, roast them. And they have no trouble doing it. They're happy to do it for you. So another great thing to do. Tip number four, it's not super fun, but I'm gonna tell you right now, if you can avoid the bread at the table, it's kind of wasted carbohydrate calories. Now, if you really, really want a piece, totally go for it, but have one piece and then maybe even have the waiter take the bread basket away. Like I often do that. Um, push the bread basket to the other side of the table or I tell my my husband or my kiddo, hey, I don't, don't let me have any more. <laughs> if you put it out there verbally, you are asking for that accountability. So. I say avoid the bread because again, that entree is coming, it's gonna be huge, it's gonna be a lot of calories. Do you really need that piece of bread? Probably not, but if you are gonna have it, stick to one piece. My fifth tip when you're eating out on that vacation is when you're looking at the menu, I just want you to pass right over anything that says cream sauce. In my opinion, cream sauce items on the menu are just not worth the fat the sodium, or the calories. So unless there's something you're dying to have and it's like your absolute favorite and it's a cream sauce, I always literally, if I see the word cream, I just move on. I don't even look, I don't even read it, I don't get tempted by how good they make it sound. I avoid anything with a cream sauce. Number six, I also pass right over on that menu, soup. Now why would I pass over soup? The sodium in all soup is off the charts. If you have a cup of soup at any restaurant, I can assure you, you will wake up in the morning and your fingers will be so puffy that you cannot get a single ring off. I am a big advocate of low sodium diets for so many reasons. I've even done an entire podcast on sodium. Definitely check it out if you haven't heard it. But I pass over cream sauces and I pass over soup on every menu because it is just not worth all of that sodium in your diet. Number seven, I want you to hydrate with water during your entire dinner out. Now you might still have a glass of wine. Maybe it's that night you're like, oh, I saved you know one of my three glasses of the week for this special dinner, totally fine. But I want you to have water at all times with your meal. And I want you drinking that water the whole time as well. Because you know, we get really dehydrated on vacations and that impacts our body in a lot of ways. And sometimes dehydration shows up as hunger. When we get hungry, we tend to eat 
bad foods or higher carbohydrate foods or higher sugar foods. And sometimes again, it's just because you're dehydrated. So definitely even with that dinner on your vacation, have that water full at all times and keep drinking it. Number eight, if you can, I would say skip the dessert or share the dessert with your family. So I don't know about you, but you know, I've definitely, we've, I have some big family dinners when it's my parents and my sister and all the kids and everyone and, and everybody orders their own dessert. And like, I don't know about you, but honestly, I'll eat the whole dessert if it's put in front of me, but I really only need a couple bites to get that sweet tooth fixed. And they even say that it's really the only first two to three bites that you really enjoy. And then the rest, you're just sort of eating because it's there. So if you don't want to skip the dessert, then share the dessert. And I always say share with the family or share with your partner, but don't eat an entire dessert because again, at these restaurants, it's probably a really big portion or a really rich portion in terms of flavor, calories, and sugar. And that's something you just want to keep an eye on. And also dessert every single night on a vacation probably not a good idea, right? So we talked about limiting our sweets, but if you know you're going to a couple special dinners during the week of the vacation, then save your special dinner nights for your dessert that you might share, but don't have a dessert every single night just because you're on vacation. And then I would say number nine, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget, limit the cocktails at that dinner. One cocktail is all I ever have. I savor it. I've gotten to the point where if I have more than one, I already feel it. I don't like to feel it. I like to sleep well. I like to wake up the next day feeling fresh and enjoy my vacation, not feeling groggy and lethargic. Stick to a limited cocktail. If you have to have a second one, that is your choice. You have to do what works for you, but I wouldn't have more than that because once you do, as I always say, all bets are off. So definitely limit the cocktails. And the last thing I can say about your vacation and how to handle it, work out, work out, and then don't forget you should be working out. <laughs> you wanna be active on your vacations. Uh, again, generally this is your vacation, so you, you have all day to do anything you want. And so if you can just squeeze in even a 30 to 45 minute workout, First thing in the morning, get it done, get it over with. You're gonna feel better. You're gonna choose healthier foods that day if you work out. Everything is just better if you exercise. And as soon as you stop exercising on that trip, it's like a solid decline <laughs> for the rest of the trip because I've been there, I know what that's like. And it's like you skip one day and then the next day you go, oh, skip that day and then the next day you go, I'm just gonna start working out again when I get back from the trip. But you know what? That can lead to that five pound gain on the scale when you get back from the trip. And is it really worth it? Again, for me, I feel so much better when I work out. So maybe it's not gonna be a full hour that I normally do. Maybe it's not gonna even be super intense like I normally do. But I will say this, on almost every vacation that I ever go on in the last 10 years, I work out every single day. Even on my honeymoon, my husband and I went straight to the gym. After we had some breakfast, we would get a quick workout in and then enjoy the rest of the day. Laying around, being lazy at the pool, all that is so much better if you actually worked out first. So. Again, these are tips for people who don't want to gain weight during the summer, 
or during a vacation or a little bit of both of those. So not all of them are super fun, but I can tell you this, I've never come back from a vacation and said, gosh, I really wish I had eaten more. I really wish I didn't skip that extra dessert that I wanted. I really wish I had drank a whole lot more wine. You're not going to ever look back and say those things. So I don't want you to deprive yourself to the point where you actually feel deprived because again, it's a vacation and you should enjoy yourself. But I also don't want you to indulge so much that you feel bloated, sick, lethargic, and not your best because I don't know about you, but I want to feel amazing on my vacations. So all of these things are tips, tricks, things to think about. Honestly, even if you just did a few of these, you probably will make out so much better than if you do none of these. And so that's why sometimes these podcasts are just good to listen to because I might be on your shoulder at the next vacation you go on or the next dinner out and you might be thinking, Kim said, I probably won't feel great if I have that third glass of wine. (laughs) Sometimes it's just hearing it and remembering it and I really truly hope that this helps you stay on track all summer long so that you can go into fall season feeling awesome and that I can take you to the next level of health and fitness in the fall instead of having to take you back to where you were and back to losing weight. Because I don't know about you, but it gets kind of redundant if you're constantly going back and having to lose weight. That being said, it happens all the time. I have clients who come to me every two to three months to get back on a program, to get back on track, or just because they start to feel themselves slipping back to old ways and they wanna nip it in the butt right away. And that's what I always say, let's get it before it happens. So if you start to feel yourself slipping back, that's when you come back and you do another program so I can help you, encourage you, and have you be accountable to me to get back on track before you do put on all those pounds because I don't know about you, but as we get older, it only gets harder to shed those pounds. So the more we can just prevent the constant weight gain, the easier it is to live our amazing life. That's everything for today. I am always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. And don't forget, if you don't get the newsletter, go to earnthatbody.com forward slash newsletter so that I can send you the most recent one with some awesome recipes, nutrition, health, and fitness tips, all free every month. Have a fantastic week and also, Have a great summer, everyone. I will still keep these podcasts coming, but I know that schedules get a little crazy in the summer, and I just hope it is your best summer yet. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.